Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living in God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 37 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. Let's get started. Joseph dreams. Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob's family line. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilah and the sons of Silpah, his father's wives, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons, because he had been born to him in his old age, and he made an ornate robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field, when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brothers said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Joseph sold by his brothers. Now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, As you know, your brothers are grazing the flocks near Shechem. Come, I'm going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. So he said to him, Go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks, and bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the fields and asked him, What are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flocks? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns, and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into the cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agree. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for twenty shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the cistern and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes. 
he went back to his brothers and said, The boy isn't there. Where can I turn now? Then they got Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat, and dipped a robe in the blood. They took the ornate robe back to their father and said, We found this. Examine it to see whether it is your son's robe. He recognized it and said, It is my son's robe. Some ferocious animal has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned his son many days. All his sons and daughters came to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will continue to mourn until I join my son in the grave. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. This is the end of Genesis chapter 37. So here we see that Joseph is having an interesting journey in his young life. Uh, He starts to have these dreams, which awaken the jealousy of his brothers, especially when they know that he's already the favorite. And his father even uh, made him a special coat. And so one day they finally capture him. And first they try to uh, kill him, but the brothers... Um, Benjamin convinced them not to. And eventually Judah convinced them to sell him to one of, uh, to the Midianites uh, who are going to Egypt to sell him as a slave. Um, eventually they take his robe, they uh, put blood on it, and they take it back to his father who, they, who thinks that his son has been devoured by wild animals. And he starts to m- mourn his death. So we see here that God is really preparing Joseph for a purpose. And it's really interesting, the dreams that are revealed to him, and then the reaction that that causes among his own siblings, and even his father. Um, But they rise up against him out of jealousy and anger, and think that they have gotten rid of him. And they feel pretty proud of themselves, especially for not having killed them, but found a way to benefit themselves uh, in the process and don't care at all about what they're doing to, to their father and the grief that they have put upon his, their own father. But we will see that God can use evil for good. And we will see that the brothers eventually are going to come to a reckoning Uh, with himself and eventually with Joseph. And we see how God will use his life to continue the timeline and the promise that he has made us, uh, where everything's coming together to fulfill his promise. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for your daily word of encouragement, of guidance, of wisdom. Lord, we listen to your to your story, to the story of of the nation of Israel and how everything came about. And we find ourselves in that story. We find ourselves being reflected in in those brothers, um, in the jealousy that they had of their younger sibling, when things go well for for others, uh, when there's a promise and we don't see ourselves in it, in that blessing, instead of rejoicing for them, sometimes that stirs up feelings of jealousy and possibly anger. And Lord, these are not feelings, or these are not thoughts. These are not the ways of, uh, of, of you, Lord. These are, these are not the Christian way. Um, so teach us to 
be truly joyful and to rejoice in the blessings of our brothers and sisters and never to be jealous, but to rejoice in them and and just to be at peace in what you have given us in your love and in your blessings for us in our lives and our family and our siblings. Lord, we we're, we have more than we can possibly need. We just we need to thank you and worship you for the the happiness, the health, um, the stability, the family that you give us. Lord, these are the riches far beyond any material thing. So when we do receive the material things, let us put them into proper perspective and understand that they're not as valuable as the love we share between our family, as the people that we have in our lives, the family members, the the friends. So Lord, thank you so much for your blessings. Um, we we thank you, we worship you, we praise you, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 37. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.